Hey guys, thanks for joining me. My name is Sandrika and I am the Curly Headed Chemist. So I've been away from the podcast mic for a while and I just want to introduce myself and talk a little bit about what this podcast is about. So Curly Headed Chemist is a lifestyle podcast for STEM students and professionals. Through this podcast, I want to help mentor to students and professionals and also help you all mentor to me. I think this can be a very benefiting relationship for everybody once we really make this podcast into not only a podcast, but an active mentoring tool through things like social media. So follow me on Instagram as the Curly Headed Chemist. Follow me on Twitter as chemist underscore on underscore air. And let's start communicating. And I really want to see what questions you guys have. And also, you guys help me uh, figure out this journey as I go through grad school and I become a professional in the STEM world. So I am a third year graduate student at UNC. I'm actually going into my third year. I am in their analytical chemistry division, which is something that I'm super proud of. I work in a lab that's geared towards electroanalytical chemistry. So I do electrochemistry. And I also mix my work in with bioanalytical chemistry, taking measurements, electrochemical measurements on single cells. I also do a little bit of microscopy in there, so I really enjoy microscopy as well. I'm really passionate about professional development and the recruitment and retainment of minorities and underrepresented groups in the STEM field. And as you guys know right now, this is a perfect time to work on uh, recruiting our minorities to this field because, you know, this field's still struggling but we can uplift the STEM community together and create a more inclusive, diverse environment. And so I'm hoping that with this podcast, I can really encourage more people to give the STEM field a shot and give it their best shot and really stay in it and help improve the field because it's going to take action and action from all of us. So I know I have been away for a while. And right now I'm not going off of any script. I have an outline of what I want to say. Generally, I write out kind of a script, kind of like a blog post, and I vocalize that blog post to you guys through the podcast. And I recently just thought to myself like I want you guys to see and to experience things with me as they come. I want to really get my thoughts out there. I want to express who I am completely. And so this episode, I am going to just free verse this and I'm going to tell you guys why I have been away, why I've kind of taken this hiatus from podcasting and how I'm trying to get back on track. Because I don't think that I'm the only one that is working to get themselves back on track with everything that is going on in the world. It is such an overwhelming time. I mean, my mind, my anxiety levels, my feelings of 
sadness and loneliness and just feeling just down and depressed just because of everything that's going on in our world. I know I cannot be the only one feeling these things. So I'm going to express what's really going on with me. And I'm hoping that not only does this help me to kind of have this release of all this stuff, but also I hope it helps someone else realize that this is a struggle for all of us, not just some of us, not just you. We're we're all going through it and we should be going through it together. So I have been away from the mic ever since we went into quarantine, basically towards the end of March. Before quarantine, I had just went to PitCon, which I made an episode about networking based off my experiences at PitCon. And I also made an episode about, or I was going to make an episode about virtual recruitment uh, because we had a virtual graduate recruitment, my first ever one. I'm on the recruitment committee for the chemistry department at UNC. And we were really trying to figure out how to persuade these students to come to our university with some of them never stepping foot in North Carolina, let alone UNC. And so that was hard. Uh, But we came together as a department and I had a lot of my graduate student cohorts that came together with me. And we tried to really promote the school via social media on Instagram. I think we got in some people. Uh, I know that we might not have recruited as many people as we could have if they had came. But I think a lot of schools were experiencing that because it's like you're asking people to just take a chance on your school without really meeting the people one-on-one. What we get from those one-on-one interactions, I always tell people like, you got to feel the vibe with other people. You got to look at that first meeting, what's your gut feelings. And you can't really have that, you know, online. And, And that's really hard. So if there's not something else that's pulling you into an institution, then it's really hard for you to just say, okay, yeah, I want to be here. If there's not like, you know, if you didn't particularly want to be in North Carolina, if you didn't have family there, if you didn't have a significant other there, there's there's just not that extra push. And so it was really difficult doing that virtually, but we tried as best as we could. Coming out of virtual recruitment, we were trying to just get back to normal in the lab. But then there was always these constant rumors of like, oh, they're going to shut us down soon. Oh, they're going to shut us down today. Oh, can we drive our cars into work instead of taking the bus because there's a pandemic? You know, it was just this constant like worry of when we were going to shut down. And when we finally did shut down, part of me was like, I don't know what to do with that. And then another part was like, I'm going to keep working just as hard and keep going, keep going. It was such a different experience because I was still in classes. I was taking a biosensors class, which was my last graduate class for me to actually be enrolled in to have enough credits for my program. 
And I was also in a literature seminar. And in both of those classes, I still had my final presentation that I had to do. I was really trying to stay focused on these presentations, but I was also at home in my safe place. And I'm one of those people that take work home if it's really, really pressing because sometimes being in the lab can be draining, even though it's something that I absolutely love and I have fun with. You still need a break sometimes. I had kind of limits on how much I would work at home. Therefore, having to work full time at home was really hard. And it also really reminded me how long it had been since I had actually like sat down to write something because all of my work was like reading and writing and getting presentations ready. I just felt super overwhelmed. I told myself I had to get through one thing at a time, you know, so we still had our group meetings over Zoom. We still had different trainings and activities that my PI wanted us to do. And I did my best to stay on top of those. And then I like focused on one presentation that was due at a time because, you know, I kept seeing these things on social media that was just like, this is a quarantine. It's not a productivity contest. And I kept seeing that kind of stuff on social media. And honestly, it was just a wake up call for me because I was like, look, you don't have to be superwoman. Like everybody is at home on quarantine right now. And everyone's probably just struggling with procrastination and, and lack of productivity and, and lack of motivation. And we're all struggling together, not just here in North Carolina, not just here in the U.S., but like everywhere, everyone who has been sent home. If you're not one of those people that just enjoys being at home and working from home, then we were all struggling together. And so I ha- I kept having to remind myself that and just to take it one day at a time, one presentation at a time. So after I did my biosensors class presentation, I got to my literature seminar presentation and I did the best I could. I mean, presentations over Zoom was hard enough. I don't know what it is, but just watching yourself on the screen as I stupidly left myself up on the screen and then also like looking at your presentation when you're presenting in a room full of people like you're never looking right at your slides if you are that's not good and we will go and do a podcast on presentation skills but you never look just solely at your slides doing a presentation over zoom you're sharing your screen so your screen is the presentation slides or you have it in presentation mode or whatever and I don't know if you get stuck with reading, uh, you get stuck with this feeling of nervousness and anxiety just because it's over Zoom and it's not in front of people. And I know that sounds crazy because you would think you would experience less anxiety by not being in front of people. But I felt even more anxiety. Maybe it's just because I'm a talker and a people person. And when I give presentations, I really like to feel like I'm having a conversation with my audience rather than just like, presenting at them. I just want to talk to them. And I feel like that makes me look more knowledgeable and and seem more knowledgeable and more confident. But when my slide is right in front of me and I look like I'm reading and sometimes I'm actually reading like 
it's all distracting, it's all nerve wracking, and it just gave me so much anxiety. And, you know, I actually had professors comment on my nervousness. So presentations over Zoom, not my favorite thing, but it's a part of this new normal due to COVID. And so there's so many things that, you know, we have to overcome because of COVID. And one of the things that I was working to overcome during my hiatus from the podcast was just overcoming procrastination, overcoming the lack of motivation and inspiration that I felt, and just trying to push myself forward, trying to propel myself to my next year of graduate school and to the things that are most important. I have just been really trying to push myself to remember, like, I'm working towards this big thing. And, you know, take it one day at a time and prepare. Working on material during a quarantine, it might seem really great because you're like, man, you have so much time. But if you are struggling to work at home, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to stay focused and it's hard to remember, you know, what's at the finish line when you are stuck at home all the time. Another thing that was really awesome during quarantine that I didn't have the, well, I didn't take the opportunity to share with you guys. I did add it to some of my profiles, my social media profiles, just to add some credibility to myself. But I also found out that I received the National Science Foundation Graduate Research Fellowship. So that was really exciting. The night the results went up, actually being on quarantine, I had stopped trying to look at the fast lane. I didn't want to look at it. I didn't want to know. I didn't want to think about it because I had applied previously and I didn't get it. I just didn't want to be let down when I was like all by myself. I actually went through a kind of rough period during the quarantine and I I, I cried some tears. I had to call my mom. I had to pray about it. I was just like, you know, whatever happens is what God wants for me. And I'm just going to have to, you know, deal with whatever happens. I was really preparing myself to not get it. And when I got the group me messages on my phone from my, my cohort that, oh, results are out. And I got the email. See, like they said, the results are out. And I hadn't gotten an email. So I was like, what? I, I guess I didn't get anything. And then I got the email. It was really late at night. And I was just so surprised when I read it. I just cried. I cried. I uh, called my fiance. I called my mom. I was just I was just so moved and overjoyed and and just thankful that, you know, that I got this award finally feeling like, you know, I'm on that path. That's for me. It's a blessing, honestly. In later podcast episodes, I am going to talk about my application. I'm going to talk about how I prepare the application, what type of help you should be looking for and what type of opportunities you should be looking for. And I really want to help other people really build a solid application. And I'm telling you guys, it, it took a long time and a lot of effort over time. I mean, 
you've got to start building yourself from undergrad. And that's, and I'm not trying to tell undergrads that you have to know exactly what you're going to do and everything like that. But like, you really have to pour into yourself from the beginning. You have to get involved. You have to push yourself out there and out of your box. Get involved in research. Tell your mentors and your professors what your goals are because they have made it and they can help you make it to where you want to be. And I think that I am just so thankful and just overjoyed and just so grateful to have the mentors that I did have and the people that saw something in me and really pushed me. I can just say from the bottom of my heart, you have to pour into yourself from the the beginning and you have to also make those really strong mentor relationships. Those things matter. What you're doing right now matters. And when I found out that I got the award, I finally really felt like not only does my science matter, but who I'm trying to be and who I plan to be in this field matters. And someone else believes in that and wants to support that. The scientific community wants to support me. I just want to help other people create really solid applications because we all deserve to feel that, right? We all deserve to feel like the scientific community has our back. So we're going to work on that together. So all in all, I like realized a lot of things about myself during quarantine. I realized it's super hard to stay focused at home. It's hard to find motivation and drive. And it's also really hard to stay focused with everything going on in the world and social media. So for everyone who's like, missing this podcast alert and, and missing these podcasts just because they're trying to like stay off of social media right now. I get you. Social media is rough. It is really draining. I mean, watching the news, y'all, it is draining to me. And not to say I'm not going to do it. I haven't taken a social media break. But it's just like really draining to stay focused in the midst of everything going on. There's all type of tensions in the world, not only due to the pandemic, due to just racism, due to politics. I mean, there's all kinds of things going on right now. And when you're at home, You get in those news alerts all the time. You turn on your TV, you turn to the news. I mean, it's hard. It's that, that all, everything that's going on can just be so consuming. And I feel that. That's another thing that really did not help me stay focused during the quarantine. I also realized that I just don't like working from home. I genuinely do not like working from home. If I don't have to work from home, I'm not going to work from home. I love being at the bench. I love being around people. Like I'm not saying that one day in my life I won't be satisfied by working at home because there were some times where I was at home where I was like, you know, I don't I don't mind this. I can do this. I I can get some writing done at home, but it's just 
right now in the space that I'm in in my life, and I, I, I'm telling you, these emotions are fluid. I have no idea how I'm going to feel in 10 years or in two years, you know, but right now I really love doing research. I love really thinking about problems, not just thinking about those problems, but getting to the bench to fix them. It's a driving force in my graduate school career. So it was just really strange to be just completely uprooted from that. It felt suddenly, even though it was, it was incremental, like things that really told me like, hey, your school's going to shut down soon. But it just felt sudden. And I was just like, whoa, this thing really came out of nowhere to me, which means I probably need to pay more attention to things that are going on. But I just genuinely like being at the lab bench and doing research. And I really missed socializing with people. I mean, we got back into the lab recently. I started in mid-June and it was just great to be around people, even though we can't really be around each other like before. It was just still great to just see them, you know, just to say like, hey, how are you? You know, how have you been doing? So I'm happy to be back at work, even though like, it's crazy that being back at work right now, I have felt exhausted, but it's a different type of exhausted than the exhaustion that I felt when I was in quarantine. And I was just going through a lot of emotions. Like, right now, I'm exhausted from like, putting in a lot of work. Before I was exhausted from like feeling a lot of things, which honestly, I'm, I'm still exhausted from feeling a lot of things because I'm trying to, you know, figure out this new normal, which I'm sure we all are. But it's just great to be back at work. It's genuinely great. With that, uh, I am also going to be getting back to podcasting. So if you guys are listening and you have any comments or anything that you would like me to talk about more, please just leave it in the comments. Uh, please just send me a message on Instagram, Twitter, and just let me know the things that you want to talk about next and we'll get to them. Thanks for listening to The Curly-Headed Chemist.